Last season, for the first time, fantasy football revenues exceeded the actual NFL's. Individual performances are overshadowing what is the ultimate team sport. Now, fans say it makes them care more about games other than their own hometown one, that such a vested interest can only be a good thing for the league. Now, me, I'm a team guy. I live and die by the team. So I cannot root for J.J. Watt to sack my own quarterback just so he can pad his fantasy stats and yours. I was a longtime season ticket holder, in fact. Now, that's a vested interest. I'm paying their salaries. Studies show that team performance actually affects local economics and even morale. Even men's sex drive, for that matter. Must be all those tight ends and illegal touching and penetrating D with eight men stacked in the box. But fantasy looks like it's here to stay. So today on Important Question, me, Caleb J. Ross, son of a bitch. <laughs> me, Gordon T. Highland. And me, Gordon T. Highland. <laughs> That's Caleb over there. <laughs> We're going to explore ways to make it even more exciting, to take it to the next level with tips on building your ultimate fantasy roster. That's a fan. Is that, do they do that on TV? It is now. I'm going to steal that. Fantasy update. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb what, what kind of tips would you have for the listeners on how to how to boost and build their well, ultimate? Now, if you're going to go full fantasy, you've really got to dive in to, to stack your roster here. You've got to peel back the onion and talk about things that only your therapist could uncover, like mm. uh, like having sex with that said peeled onion. Oh, gosh. Right? So my first string defense <laughs> must be full of onions. I'm talking Vidalia. I'm talking Bloomin'. I'm talking glass. <laughs> You're a fan of both the Beatles and Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Actually, uh, Ringo is actually going to be my kicker. Okay. Well, one of the choices. We'll get into that. See, the added benefit of a roster full of onions is that if I start crying as I lose my child's college fund, yeah. I can still blame the players all the same. You know, true fantasy football stuff, <laughs> right? That's good stuff. It is. What about you? Well, I, I think for me, when I think about fantasy, it's all about the bench depth, mm -hmm, really. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we know bench depth is also a euphemism for something a little more, um, oh, shall we say onanistic? Okay. Onan was the god of masturbation, I think. Oh my God, there's a god in that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Career change for Caleb. <laughs> You're ascending to Mount Olympus. That's right. <laughs> on the wings of very chapped hands. <laughs> But bench depth, you can't always rely on your go-to players, if you will. And then the best managers know that you have to keep it stocked with a fresh, evolving, revolving line of talent. Mm -hmm. Because on any given Sunday, you never know who you might need to contribute, right, to, to come in. In your mind, you know, you're sitting there, you're, you're thinking about Scarlett Johansson, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere... Uh, Kristen Shaw pops in. That's the girl from uh, um, Last Man on Earth. Yeah, I mean, you were just watching that right before, and you're like, "Where'd that come from?" But does that mean do you stop? Do you do you change the play in mid-stroke, so to speak, in mid-toss? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. And then the first scene, you, it was set in like some some nightclub uh, restroom, right? Something really tawdry. And now mm -hmm, all of a sudden, mm -hmm. if you've watched the show, you're in the Lincoln bedroom of the White House. Mm -hmm. The fantasy evolves because this girl that just popped in your head, she is so goddamn fugly. She's almost come all the way back around to being cute mm -hmm, again. Mm -hmm. I'd say that about Kristen Schell anyway. I think yeah. she's always that way. She's fugly. But eh, kind of cute in a fugly way. It's odd. It's odd. Going it? all the way back to Flight of the Concords. I think it's the humor. Yeah, she yeah she has a good sense of humor. And plus, she was she was the the band stalker on mm -hmm. Flight of the Concords. Mm -hmm. And I think there was always something in the back of my mind that always kind of like yeah yeah. <laughs> oh sorry, yeah yeah. Take that down an octave. <laughs> 
Before we proceed here, I think it's important that I maybe um, address a few points that you've made so far. Okay. One, uh, the fact that you think you, you associate illegal touching with being attractive, as you said in your intro <laughs> yes. here. That's something we probably should have a little couch session All about. Right, yeah. uh, also, the idea that... Uh, it, an attractive environment for having sex is a gross, dingy, disgusting nightroom yeah. stall. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Right. I mean, that might that might push you to second stringer um, if you were part of my <laughs> roster. I'm not going to yes. lie. But you're not part of my roster. You know why? Because you're not part of my fantasies. We could both appreciate that. We can. Yeah. Uh, who is part of my fantasy? Um, I will have to say, well, we cannot underestimate the power of a good kicker. Okay, right? that's, sure. that's important. The kicker is really only on the field for a couple seconds. And they, if you look historically at the kickers who've been on a team for a long time, they're the highest scoring player on most teams. Well, that makes sense because they only have a couple chances percentage yeah. wise. I mean, it's of course, they're going to be high scoring if yeah. you're talking about that way. Now, when we're talking about kickers for me, and it's going to sound a little crazy, so please don't blast me right away. Jean-Claude Van Damme all the way, <laughs> all the way. Now, I know I know what you're thinking. He's not he's not the prime martial artist. He was in the past, but he did star in two kickboxer movies. Kick is right in the title. Yeah, of course. And uh, so, so by that logic, I guess you could say that I could draft like a Sasha Mitchell, uh, who was in Kickboxer Three, I believe. But he also beats his wife. That's par for the course to be in the NFL these days, isn't it? It is. But you know, I want to be the ethical team owner. Mm, yes. I really want to have a moral grounding. Yeah. And so, in order to do that, I've definitely got to make sure I have on my roster the guy who was the star of Street Fighter the movie, <laughs> uh, which which is important to say the thirty sixth highest grossing action martial arts movie of all time. For anyone who has seen that. Your silence is acceptable because that is crazy pants. Now, if we're going to, you might think, Caleb, why go for the 36th highest grossing action martial arts movie of all time? Why go for the 36th highest grossing martial arts movie of all time? I'll tell you why I would go for the 36th highest grossing action martial arts movie of all time. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme already did that. Why not go with number one, Rush Hour 2? Okay. But the thing is, Jackie Chan, you've got to worry about liabilities. Jackie Chan. Why risk liabilities? Wait, wait, what, what li- liabilities with Jackie Chan? He's, he does all his own stunts, right? You don't want that. You want someone who, who is capable of, of taking the bench when they know that they need to take a bench. Mm. You don't want to risk injury right. on this fantasy football roster. Um, and also, I think he could, call me gay, double as a tight end anytime. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to really go back and watch some of his archival the muscles footage. from Brussels. That's absolutely right. Uh, plus, um, he starred in the movie Double Team with Dennis Rodman. Oh, and Rodman is friends with Kim Jong Un. Oh, no. And what better coach to get your players to do what you want them to do than a North Korean dictator? The fear of execution will strike a great performance into many athletes. I dare you to out roster me, Gordon Highland. <laughs> JCVD. That does not sound like something that you want to get on your genital area. It's not at all. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, you can double as a tight end. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Why not get him all around that genital area? In the fantasy milieu, if I can get French for a second, it is all about matchups. And it, it's, it's like in football terms, you wouldn't pit the that week, you wouldn't pair your Cleveland Browns defense against, say, like the Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They would just get demolished. Same thing in, in fantasy. It's, it's like wine pairings to me. Um, maybe it's a disco kind of night. You're getting all getting your 70s vibe on. You're thinking Roller Girl from Boogie Nights, perhaps, or or Amy Adams from uh, American Hustle. She went all those fine ass uh, Halston outfits, you know, the low cut silk shit. We're talking about the same kind of fantasy, right? You know what? Uh, I'm still can't get over illegal touching. Uh, <laughs> I like legal touching as well, but there, you know, depends what. I live in Kansas, so it's hard to know what's legal. Yeah, and what's illegal. there's a lot of gray area uh, in fields of wheat. Or if you're feeling very Victorian 
and and corsety and buttoned up Kate Winslet is always a good choice for that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's all it's all about pairings for me. I, I thought maybe I would absolutely have the the leg up, so to speak, with my kicker yeah. roster, um, but I think we're getting a little bit more even. I think yeah. our, our teams are, are fairly matched in this sense, and probably time that I bring up my concept of trade potential. Okay. Now, yeah. I think this is really important. You can't underestimate it this. It is. And, All throughout the season, there's always trades happening. Which is why I have to go with Frodo Baggins. What? He's the keeper of the ring, and everybody wants ah. that ring, right? If you, you you want Gollum on your team, done. You want you want Sauron the Dark Lord, even though he created the ring to begin with, yes. he still wants it back, Done. You could have anybody you want if you have Frodo Baggins in the ring on your team. And what's funny is people will completely overlook that to begin mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm. And midway he's too short. The, he's, he's a hobbit, for Christ's sake. What can yeah, he do? He's got giant feet, and you're going to have trouble fitting him for cleats. Right. But other than that, he's going to get totally overlooked. You grab him, mm-hmm. and then mid-season, like, oh, the genius of the Ross. Mm-hmm. He's got the the one ring to rule them all. My precious! <laughs> oh, that was awful. That was probably awful. I've never actually seen the movie. You're talking about trade bait. Uh, the most coveted players are often those who who play a variety of positions, mm-hmm. if you will, and those could include missionary, um, the wheelbarrow, right, um, the 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 inverted mantis. I don't mm-hmm. know, it's mm-hmm. page sixteen of the Kama Sutra. I, I'm making stuff up at this point. Were those on pages? And you talked about the kicker, of course. That's mm-hmm. a position, or or stomper. In mm-hmm. my case, someone to really kind of crush the nuts, possibly. There's pitchers and catchers in football, uh, right? <laughs> in the locker room, perhaps, <laughs> but not on the field. Yeah, on our field there is. Apparently. Well, there's passers and receivers. I guess those are p- pitchers and catchers. Mm-hmm. Because you know, talking about the stomper thing in this league, sometimes you want to be dominated in this fantasy. That's true. Yeah, you want to be dominated illegally in a nightclub bathroom. <laughs> I'm not letting you live this down. Gordon. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> in the fantasy league, it's mostly about quick scoring drives because. You know, spanking is not something that you really want to drag out because you're, you know, a man of one. So um, it's important that uh, we we have, you know, sometimes you got to go on defense, <laughs> which I'm using in this case as a metaphor for the refractory period. Mm, right, right. And uh, sometimes you have to have a, you have to take a little time out, a flaccidity timeout, so right. to speak, you know? Yeah. 30 second? No, no, no. We're going to need about 20 on that, Rev. Can you just roll endless commercials for I like that it's FanDuel. still seconds. There's the the element of performance enhancing drugs, which mm. which is just a, a hot topic right now. In, in the fantasy world, you got things like um, caffeine and Viagra; those would mm-hmm. be performance mm-hmm. enhancers. But on the conversely, in the fantasy world, you've got stuff like alcohol and Sudafed, mm-hmm. and um, those might get you suspended by the NFL. But here, they're just frustrating. Right? You know, if you weren't a one person fantasy team, they could prove to be effective birth control as well. <laughs> if you just can't do it, that's the best form. Like you know, another example of effective birth control here, I guess, would be mm-hmm. if you wanted to if you wanted to par your roster down and just have a, a five person roster, right? You right. Know, or, or the five finger roster, as we might call it. You know, you've got you've got Pinky on on uh, as a kicker. Yeah. Uh, you've got your first string quarterback was probably your thumb. You know, without yeah. that without that opposable thumb, you've really got nothing going for you. So yeah. You got, he's the backbone, uh, so to speak. To <laughs> <laughs> where's Inky, Blinky, and Clyde? On your, on they're your all in there as well. Athletes are always complaining about fans coming up to them, you know, in reality and complaining and bitching about their their state. You, you dropped a pass last week, dude. You cost me 40 points. In my fantasy world, it makes me wonder if if these people would approach like actresses and fantasy objects the same way they do these athletes. Like, uh, hey, you were great in trance, Rosario. So when are you going to do another nude scene again? I'm going through a dry spell here. <laughs> The magic of a fantasy league is that you're competing against people. So how do you even keep track of like points? That that's great uh, point. And I don't. I haven't really thought this through, 
but there are in in my league that I'm apparently running, which is slightly different than yours. I'm trying to think that the the fapability index is the first thing I come come up with. You can you can have like a numerical score for that, and then you you know add them all together and divide by uh, twenty two, and that's your nothing makes jerking off better than math. <laughs> Like I've always said, yeah. You, you ever could, since high school, and when my math teacher politely asked me to stop <laughs> talking about it, but yeah, you know, it's a it's a passion. You could measure ejaculate in milliliters, I suppose. Oh, or, or turn milli- in samples. It, it could milliliters or or millimeters. That's true, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First down in inches. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Trance, trance, nude scene. Trance. Uh, and oh, there, there we, we go. go. First down. Yes. <laughs> Good thing you didn't have to punt on that drive. Good, Good for you. Way to keep keep the keep the ball long drives. You, you know? got to keep the ball in play. Keep the balls in play. So to yeah. Speak. Can you imagine the draft party for this for my type of league? No. It'd be a bunch of like sweaty, unlayable dudes hanging out at some Buffalo Wild way. Oh, so pretty much like regular fantasy football <laughs> draft party. I was thinking green room at the world's largest gangbang kind of oh, thing. A bunch of naked dudes yes. hanging around, fluffing themselves, yeah. getting prepped. There's all that one creepy guy in the corner doing the. the I think there's 500 grip. creepy guys in this situation. What do you mean the one creepy guy? Yeah. All yeah. the other dudes are normal, the totally cool. The creepy guy. Wow, that, that is would be not a designation not that you want. To do. Yes. Wow. There's a, there's a few positions you probably wouldn't want in that situation. Yeah, yeah. I think you learn a lot about the other types of people's proclivities when when you go to one of these fantasy draft events, right? Because yeah. you're seeing who they're selecting. It's like, oh, John Claude Van Damme. I, I, okay, cool. Well, you know, whatever, dude. I wouldn't even have, have thought of you as a Jean Claude Van Damme uh, aficionado. Aficionado, yeah. yeah. I, I'd also considered making a similar fantasy uh, roster to yours in that you know, it, some there could be some same gender people on there. I'm thinking in terms of like superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. That's another type of fantasy. Your Superman's or Batman's. We could get in a whole debate there. But you know, you got rock stars that could be on your fantasy. You know, people fantasize about that kind of stuff. Uh, entrepreneurs. But that made me think. Really, you know, who who do you, would you want rather have, Elon Musk or Darcy from accounting? Mm. Think about this for a second, because in the real world, if I asked you that, you'd probably say Elon Musk, because then those other opportunities might would probably be available to you. But in the fantasy world, when you're asleep, it's going to be Darcy from accounting, because the id takes over and you're just thinking about like short-term things. You're not fantasizing in your dreams. You're not fantasizing about being in a boardroom meeting and taking over the world. You're fantasizing about the secretary out mm-hmm. in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What if Elon Musk was your secretary? Well, that, you know, for some people, I could see. I mean, you know. And there you go. Perfect. <laughs> we just, and we just done. bridged yeah, both of those. <laughs> um, on, on a kind of serious note, what you were talking about just now made me think about the idea of investing in individuals in a similar way that we would a stock market. Yeah. If, there were, if each person had their own individual broker, and it's kind of like Indiegogo or Kickstarter kind of thing. But you're getting perpetual revenue based on what a person is able to accomplish professionally. Oh, wow. And so it's a reinvestment in a particular person or individual. Yeah. You could even do trading team. It could be a real life thing, but there's actual money going to the people rather than to a pot where someone wins. It's, it's the LinkedIn bowl. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> that could be interesting. I mean, wow. I don't know. That'd be kind of, I don't know. That'd be just kind of cool. Who, Especially who like, gets the money? It goes into a pot and then like, there's no, it's a not like a competition. It's more like the, an index thing. So you invest in I a particular see. person and you say, hey, here's here person, take some of this money by that person agreeing to take the money, they are then also agreeing to make, to return that investment yeah. in some way. So that could be them, a lemonade stand for Christ's sake. They could set up a lemonade stand. If this they're is making we, money on it, who cares? This is what we do with politicians. The corporations give politicians money and, you know. In return for act. That's exactly, yeah, you're go right. Go act upon my interests, please. That's <laughs> true. Wow. 
Wow. And uh, and unlike the stock market, you know, when you when you buy stock in a company, the company doesn't get money to go do stuff. It's just in the market. It's just mm-hmm. like a signal. It's a it's a indicator, really. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Do we have a correction this week? We absolutely do have a correction this week. Um, it pains me to say it. In episode 32, I pondered if rule 34 of the Internet applied to pollution, essentially meaning that can garbage be made into porn? That was somewhat of a false question, as I know for a fact that rule 34 applies to pollution. Now, I won't go into details, but just suffice it to say that my browser history is filthy in more ways than one. Fascinating. We learned a little something about you today, Caleb. Mm -hmm. I have a sponsorship, if I may, today. It is Wilson Footballs. That's appropriate. Proudly handmade from 100% leather. Your dad co-sponsored this airtime so we could bring you a message from him. If you could just put down that goddamn video game controller for just one second and listen. Christ, kid. You're 34 years old and we still share a bathroom. And don't think we don't know what you're doing there. World's full of women, son. One husbands, one children. Meanwhile, all your potential's going the way of the Kleenex. Maybe you could even meet one of them if your face wasn't always buried in that friggin' iPhone screen, bumbling around the house and knocking shit over like some drunken Roomba, constantly refreshing Jamal Charles' rushing totals for the week. That could have been you, you know, more for that 18-wheeler taking your legs. But would it kill you to go outside and get a little sunlight now and then? I mean, it might not feel great on those third-degree burns, sure, but it's got to be healthier and living online all the goddamn time. We love you, son, and are praying every day for your hearing to return. That's Wilson Footballs. Inflate to 13 PSI. <laughs> you just smacked in there. Wow, I bet the sponsor wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, um. they, were, they, they did spell it phonetically, though, to be fair. I guess they did kind of <laughs> want you to. I like that the dad in this scenario wants his deadbeat son to procreate. Yes, and, the, and that he's advertising on a podcast to his deaf son. <laughs> that's true wow. piece de resistance right there <laughs> well thanks so much for listening to this episode uh, we would like to remind you to please subscribe on iTunes you can find us also on TuneIn, Stitcher hit importantquestionpodcast.com for an episode archive photos, all kinds of goodies you can ask us questions there uh, our Facebook page is a great place to continue the conversation what do you think about this episode suggest uh, ideas for future episodes etc and uh, you can find us on Twitter at Important Pod. I am at Gordon Highland. I am at Caleb J. Ross. Next week, we're going to be talking about Halloween candy. And until then, remember that even your fantasies can serve as a reminder of how bad you are at sports. Important.